so it's called I'm All Ears. Yep. Yeah, it's on now. Yep. Uh, testing out the sound. <laughs> the guest needs to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a bit like what Josh Earl does. He asks you to tell... tell uh... Oh, okay, mate. None of my ideas are original. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Hi, welcome back to another episode of I'm All Ears with me, Goxie, and... Ben Solo Searle. <laughs> uh, we have a very special guest for this episode, Stu Dolman. Good. Welcome, Stu. Hey, thanks, Welcome, guys. Stu. Hey, guys. Yes. How are you? Yeah. Great. <laughs> Loving this. Uh, uh, Stu is a fantastic comedian, and I love him because he also likes sports, <laughs> not like many of the comedy nerds. Um, but no, he's great because uh, he doesn't just do the... Boring, straight-up stand-up like most of us uh, stand-up losers. <laughs> uh, comedian, writer, actor. You do the lot, don't you, Stu? Yeah, I oh, dabble in a couple of things. Got a couple of toes and pies or fingers yeah. and pies. You're uh, I love me. I love me a bit of toe pie. <laughs> that kind of sounds like topaz. What's that? Is that a rock? I don't know, mate. Type of rock. I'm, I'm working off the off the cuff here. Do you know much about geology? Is that <laughs> geology or is that something else? No, no, I don't know anything about geology. Actually, <laughs> Stan's dad from South Park. Geologist. Yeah, that's... geo. Uh, so, Stu, we have a uh, a long held tradition here at Amalia's to yeah. delve right into our our guests' uh, past, their journey. Can you, sure. can you tell us a bit about yourself? You're you're not from this. No, originally from this um, I'm from big this, brown land. No, I'm not from this hemisphere, but I'm from... I'm Actually, I'm from this hemisphere, <laughs> but not this particular land. No, I'm from South Africa originally. I was born oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, I was born in Cape Town, moved to Johannesburg when I was five, moved to Perth when I was 13, and then moved to Melbourne when I was 14. So, do you think that is kind of... Do you feel a bit different to everyone else because you're from a from a, from a foreign it, nation? Has it shaped you as a person? Um, has growing up in an entirely different country? No, I, I feel as though like I was kind of. It's so funny because well, I think my like the South African accent is gone. But like if I tell you that I'm from South Africa, you know, you know. like when I say South Africa, mm, you can yeah. tell South Africa. South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how a South African would say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and we. And we also know when you, you talk about the good old days when think no, I'm, like, <laughs> no. I'm just joking, people. No, Stu is very anti-apartheid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yes, it must be way. said that I'm, I am absolutely anti-apartheid. In fact, my grandma was uh, arrested multiple times for protesting against it back in Fuck the Fuck yeah, go granny. Right. Mm. I mean... That she was not that she was arrested. That sound like fuck yeah, lock her up. <laughs> Go SA cops, get her. Put that up. Uh, yeah, Mrs. Dolman, put your blackboard down now. Yeah. No, no. We laugh about it, but we hear it. I'm all ears. Oh, well, me and Ben haven't discussed this, but I'm I'm talking for the team that we're uh, we're anti-apartheid. <laughs> I'm having a captain's pick here. Let him speak. This is a captain's pick. I'm sick of you silencing me. (laughs) Can we have a vote? Uh, well, I don't really getting into the nitty gritty here. Just. My my dad was born in Kenya, so we both oh, really? African roots. Oh, yeah. there you go. We're in Kenya, Nairobi. Um, no, he's born in a little town called Katali, which is okay. tiny. But yeah, 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 he, yeah, he grew up in yeah. So North but he moved very young. Yeah, and then he moved to Melbourne and eventually Brisbane. Yeah, and then I was born and ruined his life. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he's, so he's seen a lot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it is, uh, that's something that's interesting me is uh, people... Born in Africa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've married a couple. Well, no, I've only married one, but I'm hoping to marry. Anyway. <laughs> I think I'm revealing too much here. Um, it's all right. I'm all ears, God. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so, so you said 13 when you moved to Australia? Yeah. Um, so is, are those memories, they like... Because a lot of my memories of that age are quite hazy. Are they yeah, no, I, pretty, I remember it quite well. Yeah, um, that was big move. Big move, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I was, I was working as a uh, t- TV presenter in South Africa for a couple of kids shows. Yeah, I've, I've seen those pop up online. They're cool. Yeah, and because like, that's that's a crazy time of our lives when mm, we're thirteen. Mm. We're like a lot of. 
Let's be honest. You're going through puberty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you Just, are. You're horny. Yeah. What is <laughs> no. happening to my body? Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, yeah, you must have been. Did you, like, so I had to leave a few mates behind? And... Yeah, yeah, my family and stuff. Cousins, my auntie. Oh, well, yeah, cousins, aunties, uncles, godparents, grandma. God, huge <laughs> yeah. change, yeah. And uh, how did the TV presenting come about? Um... Well, we... Okay, so when South Africa was allowed... When apartheid ended, right? Um, there was a there was a kids... You know Kids Zone? You know that magazine? Mm. So oh, there's an yeah. equivalent of that little kids magazine in South Africa. I think it's called... It's, it's also like Kids Zone, but it's not Kids Zone. You know, it's yeah. like Kids Place. <laughs> kids kids place. place to read a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Kids Zone, but in Afrikaan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Vanda Kids Zone. <laughs> So anyway, we my uh, someone from the class was like, "Oh, there's this competition. If we enter this art competition, um, we could possibly win a trip to Euro Disney, right? The whole class. Oh wow! And we ended up winning. Ah, oh. yeah. So our whole class was flown to Euro, Euro Disney in Paris. That's huge. Yeah, for a week. Yeah, and then they then they kind of interviewed they interviewed us because a lot of media around it was like, "Oh, South Africa's going to." You know, this class is going to be representing South Africa at UNESCO for the United Nations Children's Summit. So I went there and then they interviewed and they needed a white guy. Like they needed a white kid. And I happened to just be the right place and say the right thing. You know, it's completely luck. Yeah. Like, yeah, they said, like I just said, they interviewed me. They're like, um, I just said, yeah, lots of memories, enjoyed the rides. And they were like, what are you doing on Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nothing. And then, then they got me to turn up and I thought it was an audition, but they said, yeah, you got the job. So I was like, I was the token white kid of the, of the show. But there's been, ah. some, there's been some great things in history. Like, like wasn't one of the um, princesses of Denmark, the, you know, the Aussie lady? Married oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Danish prince. Yeah. She, she was like. Yeah, I made myself available. It was like, that's a lovely message for young girls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Didn't he, like, wasn't he there on a yachting trip or something like, like that? Get out of the Sydney? house. Make yourself available. He was available. in Sydney for a yachting trip, wasn't he? Yeah. Was yeah. What, what, she was from Tassie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what's the message? Make yourself available. Get out of the house. <laughs> you never know when a South African kid's TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Need never someone. know. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And... So what did that feel like? Was that like... Well, it was crazy. Well, I did that for like about a year and a half. So I, I, it was a show called X Attitude that was mostly on. And then Yo! TV, which is like the equivalent of like kind of cheese TV here. Yeah, right. And then there was the the one in the morning, which is like the, all the puppets and stuff. And that was also like Yo! TV. But like, so I did that. And then I moved to Perth and I started working at KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Dream job. So it was great. That's brutal. Do, where do you think you think you would be still on that path in South Africa now? If that's you had a state? that's an interesting question, and I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Right. Maybe radio or something. But what, but what do you think? Um, getting that taste so young did did that shape? Oh, in I any peaked. Way? I peaked for sure then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but also, does it like? I've got it. You know, did you want more? Did that taste of it like? No, I don't know. I don't know about wanting more. It's just like it was. It was very different. Like, it definitely felt like I was feeling. I don't know. Like it was. It was a great job, and I got to do some really cool stuff. But at the same time, I definitely felt as though like, oh yeah, we need a white kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. It's like yeah. So, which is fine. It was really yeah. fun, but you know. I guess it's like a very unique experience being the token white kid. Yeah. Like. Not many people would get to experience that. <laughs> no. no. I always I, say that's what's holding me back here. I'm just one of the crowd. No, like. I'm just like, I know what it's like to be in the minority. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, which is f- absolutely fine. Do you think that's kind of shaped, you, shaped your worldview at all? Do you, do, you think, do you think now, you know, when you get the, the like, the open micer who's hates that things aren't happening quick for him and like oh yeah 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 it's all bloody pc yeah no it's definitely everything's yeah pc's gone mad uh Mm. this crazy's going this country's going going down the gurgler yeah (laughs) i'm only like i am joking but also like i I mean seriously you've seen that so that could be like dude yeah 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 yeah. i mean like I think the the thing at the end of the day is like just don't be a dickhead and just yeah. do what you want. That makes. I don't know. If, I don't know if you. What, we're going to ask you about like what what did you think about us when we both because we come along into the scene after you and I, I think yeah. I was like that. No, few, I think I came up around the same time as you, Goxie. Well, 
uh, like speaking about that, I think I was that guy years ago where I was like wanting things to really move quick okay. and really like bitter about shit. And no, I never got that vibe from you. Never, <laughs> never. Oh well, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it does take time. I've. Well, what do they say? Seven years. Sounds, Is that what they this say? This sounds cheesy, yeah. but I feel like there's been a few acts that I've wanted to take under my wing and yep. show them the way. And and I, but I've also seen some of them who wanted things to move really quickly. Yeah. And I'm just. But also at the same time, I think like if you if you force things to happen too quickly, I think you kind of you don't. Like, you have to earn it to a certain extent. Like, you yeah. need to put in the yeah. hours. Otherwise, you just get to that spot, and then you're like, okay, what do I do now? Yeah. Right. You well, have to be ready for that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, because, like, when I started, because we all know the process is, like, like raw is a huge thing. We all want to skyrocket up. But I feel like when I started that, I was, like, a totally different act. I, if I did go ahead now, I, it's yeah. kind of like the journey made me what I was, you yeah. know? Because back then, I was just doing, like, one-liners and wordplay. Yeah, and now I'm doing the great craft. You see, (laughs) (laughs) took me time to realize I need to eat pies and (laughs) drink chocolate. Yeah, drink what's it? Do cornrows? Listen to corn? Yeah, but but that was like all that time it takes you to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, man, I want to see more food reviews, Goxie. Give me some more food reviews. It's a bloody. I just don't want the missus to see it. She's not on the socials, but she finds out from like, I'll be there when she meets up with a work colleague. He goes, and then they're like, Oh, I saw that brekkie thing you did the other day. And she's like, Brekkie thing? You told me you're not You told me you had cereal. Like, is this like I'm, best breakfast is a I'm like a kid, is You know that when you're a kid it? and you get your lunch and you chuck it out and and you use the like your your pocket change for like the canteen? I'm like a 34 year old version of that. Like, Mrs. puts a s- cereal in a bowl and I tip it out. And yeah, go to like number seven best breakfast in Ballarat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, man. What has been the best breakfast in Ballarat? Oh, I'm a bit biased because one gave me it for free. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you um, find out about, like, the, is that why they gave it to you for free? Cause yeah, the actually... guy messaged me. I thought more would have done it, actually. They were the only one. <laughs> Everyone's like, are you, getting, are you paying for these? I'm like, yeah. It's adding up. <laughs> but uh, I do, like, for me, um, treat myself to a feed as, like, an outlet. Because, yeah. like, I don't really, I don't spend much on booze or yeah, yeah, yeah. drugs. Get all my drugs free. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very, like, just suburban dad. Well, yeah. rural dad now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> what um, what, from going from, like your TV show to KFC, when did you get back into the, the oh. world of entertainment? No, okay, so I, I was always doing drama in high school, um, and then I guess I always kind of I always kind of just wanted to do it, but then I think basically doing media in like year 11, year 12, I think, then, mm. went to, then I worked in a factory for a year and a half, an electroplating <laughs> factory, and then uh, I went to uni, and that's like when I got back in. That's when I started sketch comedy. Was like at uni. It was two thousand three, I think. And was that back in Perth? Or no, no, that was in Melbourne at Deakin University. Oh, because you moved here. Yeah. What, how old? Ninety nine. I moved here when I was like fourteen. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, got out of Perth quick. Good boy. Nah. <laughs> Man, it's so so like you know, do it in a stand up bit, but it's so dead eh? It is so dead in Perth. Like mm. when you go from Johannesburg, it takes you half an hour to lock the house. Mm. In Johannesburg, because it's electric barbed wire, driving kind of security and all this kind of stuff. And then you go to Perth, and everyone's just like, "Just do it tomorrow." Like, <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> just punch me, you know what I mean? Like, give yeah. me something. Well, I've been from Brisbane. I reckon Brisbane, Perth is similar, where you like, you feel like you just. Man, I was there in June, like for a couple of gigs, whatever. I did the the run, the Maloney run, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I stood at the traffic lights. And no one pressed the button three times. <laughs> like, everyone just stood around waiting for the lights to change and go green. And it was, went through three rounds before actually someone pushed the button. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't push the button after the first one. But, like, you I just... just you're part of the problem, <laughs> yeah. man. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, Haven't you heard that? Crazy. You just stood there. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. And, um, That's Perth. So, like I said at the start... You, you love your sports Big yes. sport man That's Big why I was like When I first met you I was like This is nice A non-nerd <laughs> <laughs> Another jock But um 
That's the thing. I've always, you're a bit different to me because I've always loved sports. I've always done them. Yeah. You're a bit different to me in that you're good at them. <laughs> uh, you know, I can play some sports, yeah. I actually, um, I think about, I, the only sport I was good at was rugby league. Oh, yeah? But when I say good, like, not great, not like, but yeah. I was like, and I do sometimes think about, like, a lot of people who get old and played sport when they're younger have the, the what-if thought. Yeah. You know, if, if the knee didn't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, can, can you tell us how, like, how close you kind of got to making... Because soccer was your, your big thing. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. I used to play pretty high level for, yeah, uh, soccer. And then I kind of, I don't know, I think uni was it. Really. I think I just I started doing sketch comedy and stuff. And then I was like, oh, that was it. But then also I did break my ankle. Uh, so and, um, um, I don't want to hope this doesn't make you sound too old, but uh, <laughs> sports change quickly over time. I don't know if yeah. um, being pro was as accessible back then. Or I think it, I think look if if I I think if I stuck with it, I think it would have been similar to like you know if you put your time in with comedy, you put your time in with that. I think yeah. I think I could have been playing. I think honestly. Maybe National League or something like that, but like sick, definitely man. Premier League. I mean, I yeah. look at, I watch, you know, I watch the Premier League sometimes now and just go, yeah. oh man, I could do this now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but. <laughs> well, I've played. <laughs> not English Premier League, but. No, well, you can Premier actually. League. Yeah. Because I've, yeah. like I said, been a fan, played all different levels, not all different levels, always like C, B grade, but, but I've seen all the different types of athletes and you can yep. just pick up who's got skill. Yeah. And like, I was always just like, the heart guy, like give it, give it my all, but no good. <laughs> but that's one of the things that really pushed me to concentrate on comedy was just what well, a being crap. It's like the sport not going anywhere, but a different feeling as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Could you compare to like how it felt, say, when you get a laugh compared to like a goal or a win? For me, it was like. I love sport. I like a lot, but the feeling of yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's it, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's really great getting a laugh, which is nice. It's really really nice. It's also really nice getting a goal. I think oh, I, I really like you. being in team. Actually, I, I missed that. Goal that. I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss summer of ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> I just miss being like sometimes I miss being in a team. Like that's like yeah. the, that's the only We're thing about. Well, together. you yeah you yeah. Have a few um, sketch groups. How how yep. how do you feel that compares? Um, Sports isn't really different, or completely different. Yeah. Completely different. I think uh, that you you you're look, looking to put in a good performance rather than actually like win. You're not looking to win. Whereas like if you're winning as a team, that's a really great and, thing. And, you know and, what I mean? Um, Structured shows compared to a sport, anything's going to happen. When yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like the you know the looseness of sport and like just the, just like one goal is to win. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas that, that type of thinking. Like yeah, but even, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a really simple team mentality, which is nice. I think. Yeah. But even having said that about performance is structured for Connie, that can be great in itself too. Is like absolutely. I know this fifty minute. I know what it is. I'm going to go out and do it. Yeah. But then it goes well. It's like fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I. I knew what it was. I delivered it, did it, and people liked it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I last few years has been going pretty well for me. I love to like show up to this town, even it's like a town I've never been to or haven't been to a while, and I'm nervous mm. leading into it. And I do it, and while I'm doing, it, I love that. Yeah. But then also after it's that relief, like fuck yeah, it went good. Yeah. But also you've got that for yourself. Whereas if it's, if it's a team, yeah. like if you all win, that's sick. Yeah, because it's like I always think, you know, with, with AFL, like they have reunions of like a thirty-year-old premiership. Yeah, and it's like that feeling would just be with yeah. you forever. Yeah, like absolutely. We're not have like a five-year reunion of of that six-day goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man, remember that? We, we all did so well that night. That is so funny, Gox. Well, you might. <laughs> you might have, yeah, you might have like the reunion of, you know, you guys got awards and shit with some of your groups, eh? Hey? So it's like. Oh, fuck, it's like, you know, Voltaire Comedy has like a 30 year reunion of like the night that no one bombed. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a team. <laughs> and they can both be brutal, can't they? Sports and Corrine, because it's like, yeah. I know a lot of my teams aren't very good. And you are you have, like the Packers? The Packers, all right? Yeah, they're probably my best one. 
But you know, who I mean, else? You, who you are the other teams? See me you got West Ham. Line. You got West Ham Packers. Yeah, who's um, St Kilda? St Kilda. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not really aligned with an NRL team anymore. Broncos. Yeah. There. Yeah. I grew up with the Broncos. Um, they're pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's all right when you got the whole city to yourself, eh? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're a massive Man U fan, aren't you? Big time, big time. Man was that? Fan. Uh, and they they come along. What? Well, I I the we, the reason why I go like I went for for Man U is because when I was a kid in South Africa, they're the them and Arsenal were the first teams to tour South Africa after apartheid ended, yeah, which wow. is in '94. Yeah, so like. They the first international teams to come through, so they trained at my ground where I used to play, and I met the team. So I'm, they they came on the Thursday, and then Arsenal was on the Friday. But I saw Man U, and I was like, "Nah, man." And they were awesome back then. Yeah, that Giggsy was, was like so young, like it was class of '92. They all came through, yeah. and like, but you know, Schmeichel was there, Brian McClare, Gary Pallister, you know, Steve Bruce. I met like Alex Ferguson. All those guys. It was great. It was really good. So I was a fan from then on. Mm. So I've been a fan for 25 years. So you've seen a bit of success. <laughs> yeah, it's been a success, but it's pretty tough now. But yeah. we've got a young team that's really starting to come through, which is good. It's, which has um, been inconsistent, that's all. Mm. And it's changed, it's changed so much. Like Back then it was like they were like still pretty predominantly British teams. And yeah. now they're like very international, aren't they? A lot of English players play for Manu, which is yeah. good. We've got a lot of young English players coming up. And um, they, what was, was it? Um, you were in like a little train on squad or something with them? Or? What? No, no, no. Um, no, we just watched. We watched them train. But my brother was a really good goalie, and uh, he was offered the chance to train. Well, he trained with the Socceroos, my bro. Oh, my, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. He trained with Schwartz and stuff. I met like Kuehl and Viduka and all those guys oh, when he. It was awesome. pretty great. Yeah. yeah, and they were training at. Telstra Dome. What's it called now? Fucking Marvel Stadium or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, that was cool. But then, like, he was offered the chance to go trial for a couple teams overseas. I'm not going to say which teams, but they're, let's just say, pretty big teams. And he was like, nah, I'm going to join the army. And I'm emceeing his wedding next week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a journey. I know. That's like, so you both had that love of soccer. I don't think he loved it. Oh, that's the kind of the reason he did Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he loved that's it. He loved Counter-Strike. I'm going to go with down this path. <laughs> yeah. I remember like when I saw him play Counter-Strike once, he was like, there was 12 on him, 12 guys, and he took them all out. Fuck. And I was like, and that was a- you're going to join the army. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does he know that do you the- can now play esports professionally? <laughs> Give that army. Do the army, yeah. do the army ask for like how good you've been? At yeah, I think you got an email as soon as they saw that. He's <laughs> good. What are you doing on Tuesday? <laughs> and, and, they also, and they also look at your online band. They're like, oh, we've seen you've owned a 13-year-old. <laughs> so you, we're pretty sure you can own the Taliban. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't the US army put a bunch of money into like modern warfare, those games and yeah, stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. So it's like... Actually, not that far from the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah All right, Bill Hicks. <laughs> They're out there. All right, Bill Hicks. He chimes in the conversation trying it's to add fair. something, and then you just <laughs> shut him down. <laughs> right, Bill I'm Hicks, who's one of your heroes, by the I'm way. I'm over here talking about Dolman's life. <laughs> Ben's over here with his conspiracy theories. <laughs> We're trying to give it to the fat cat. <laughs> Oh, see, we're here, we're recording this in a bit of a punk rock sort of uh, <laughs> venue, yeah. and so I'm getting flashbacks to my Pennywise years. And all oh, that. man, love Pennywise. Yeah. Offspring, like, yeah, Offspring ignition. Well, that could be our next section, bro, <laughs> from sports to tell us about your, your music. Oh, man, that. yeah, I used to, because I used to be really into, well, I was really into skating and, sk- and rollerblading and stuff, and, like, I used to, like, listen to music and get it off those videos. Yeah. It's so, like Ignition, like, yeah, Ignition. It all goes hand in hand. Smash, right? yeah, 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 like, Offspring, those early albums are so good, man. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing. Like, all those, like, Blink-182, all that came through, like, skate and surfing videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. um, the festivals in the late 90s, Vans Warped. Warped Tour, like, Big Day But they had verts. They'd go yeah. town, town, take a vert round. I remember watching... Steve Caballero and all those guys. Yeah, I went to one on the Goldie, 99. Yeah. going back. Great year. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, 13 years old. That's 20 years time. old. That's 20 years, 20 years ago, man. It's scary, man. Um... <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I went to Vans Warped on the Goldie. Dude, that's insane, dude. 99. <laughs> there was a guy on the vert ramp on in roller skates, not blades. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Two by two. Yeah. And I I reckon 
I like that. That was an early indicator. Like, I'm a bit different. I like things a bit weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the early, the seed was planted that I might be a comedian. I'm, <laughs> I see this world a bit differently. <laughs> I like the roller skater on the vert ramp. It's like Bill Hicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mitch, Mitch Hedberg. But. Rest in that peace. Does, speaking about that, that does lead us to kind of talk a bit about uh, your comedy and stuff. You. Um, you do see things a bit differently. You're not a not much of it. You're not really like your kind of men and women are different. Um, but they are. But they are so crazy. Weird. <laughs> Very weird how the genders are different. Um, and or other, you know. Well, yeah. oddly enough, you do you do play off of that, don't you, with, with uh, some of your characters? Yeah, a little there. bit, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just kind of I try and do things that I think are funny. I guess. Yeah. I know, like, and. Uh, I don't want to. What's the saying? Blow, blow smoke up your. What, what, up your it's one of those, one of those uh, when someone tries to say Aussie sayings, but no one uses them. You know those books are like great Aussie sayings. Like, we never. Yeah. We <laughs> wrote a book. He's got a great Aussie books. Yeah. Kochi? No, that's yeah. jokes. Yeah. jokes but like week. half of them, no one says like, oh, bloody prawn on your ringer dagger. <laughs> Or like a, a bloke, it's Drongo. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, but uh, I'm not trying to sort of... Blow smoke up your Drongo? Yeah, yeah. But uh, when I first started coming down to Melbourne on my little mini tours, I was like, uh, this is cool. This, these these people are a bit different. And, and seeing you, I was like, oh, I love this. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. I love the bravery. Because <laughs> back, in, back in Brisbane, man, you've been up there. It's yeah. Like, oh. I don't want to turn this into just shitty on Brisbane. No, 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 no. It's a fucking hot... No, no. Um, yeah, like, it's very... Um, and I think, like, I don't want to speak for you, but I think maybe, like, the freedom can come from being a lot more gigs and, and everyone's uptight there because there's only, like, a few gigs and you got to get that next gig. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess I never... The, the difference is, I think, with Brisbane is that I'm very lucky that I started in Melbourne, I think. I think that's yeah, a good yeah. thing. Whereas, like... Well, that's if I, I started in Brisbane, like, I think Hey Yo would probably be the only room that kind of, because, like, yeah. I've done, like, I remember I was there with Duggan. Have I told you a story about the Cecil, the Cecil gig, right? Oh, oh man. So the Cecil gig, brutal. have you done, have you done, yeah, like, yeah, uh, so Cecil's rough, man. It's like, a tr- literally like a tram goes past. It's like, it's rough part of They're the like, Gold Coast. I'm not uh, dissing on Lucky Cock, but they're a lot like that. Similar vibe, but rougher, but like rougher people, you know, and four X goals, two goals, schooners, whatever. The style is like, because you got gigs where it's just a part, like it's just a people want to be there. Yeah. yeah, That's the gig where it's like, you're copping this, where you just chuck a mic up. Man, it's full on. Anyway, so I did this gig and um, I was, Duggan was emceeing and I was headlining and then <laughs> this guy comes up to us at the end of the gig. So me and Doug are having a beer after the gig. He's got like a Southern Cross tattoo on his neck and he's wearing Nike TNs and like super short <laughs> shorts and like, you know, shaved up the side of the head. Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of vibe, like super like goldie. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I know up, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I lived there like 80% of my life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes up to Doug and he goes, oh man. Man, you're the fucking funniest fucking dude in the world, man. So fucking funny. You're so fucking funny, man. Like, honestly, like, I can't understand, like, welcome to the Cecil. You know what I mean? Like, you are so welcome here. Like, you are amazing, right? And he turns to me and he goes, hey, man, like, I know it was supposed to... Like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't... <laughs> I was like, oh. I know it's supposed to be... Like, I'd, you can punch me in the face... You can punch me in the face. I know that I'm wrong, and I know that you were funny, but I just didn't get it, so you can punch me in the face. And, and you was, took him up on that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's okay. And then Duggan's like, yeah, fucking punch him in the face. Yeah. That's such I, a I, don't know, I know that type of person, I call it not having a filter. Like, I think stuff, and then there's another part in my brain that goes, yeah, I'll keep that in. A lot of people don't have that. It's crazy. Yeah, he, he literally wanted me to punch him in the face. Like, he's begging me to punch him in the face because he but, didn't um, get it. But, something else going on. It's <laughs> like, I need That's why, like... And, and you see an act like Sam Campbell. It's just amazing. Because they must just so believe in what they do. Yeah. The, the gig doesn't matter. Yeah. And I like to think that, that, like... Um, like, I stuck to my guns and did... But I, I did kind of... Because you want to get that next gig. So, you're like... You get given five minutes. You're like, all right... Three or four, got, got to have a punchline. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. that pressure to have those punchlines. 
and that can make you not be as creative. And yeah. so it did take me a long time to get out. And I, I got caught up in the whole like, because we're all getting given fives and you start looking at the other acts and you're like, oh, it's, but looking back, it's so petty. But, but you that's can't always, hand- that's always when you go into like th- years three and four, you know, yeah. you always start looking around you. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's also part oh, of it. it was, looking back, it was so petty, but I can admit, I was like, and it was the way you dissected, you'd look at other acts and you'd be like, oh, all right. He's got that one killer. That's better than anything I've got. But I've got three that are, like, very, very good. I was like, it's so petty. But it's like, because there's not many gigs and it's, like, it's brutal, man. Yeah, and you don't do that in a team as well when you're playing soccer. And I remember... You, <laughs> you know, you just don't pass if you don't like it. Man, we used to have these... Um, when there'd be, like, rugby league tryouts for the area, like district reps, you'd have, um, like, two teams... Mate, there was like it was like possibles versus probables they call it. Yeah. And so you know, dummy half the guy comes and gets the ball. They wouldn't pass. They just run them. Everyone just run themselves. It'd be a nightmare. And it's like, and you'd have your little cliques from like the clubs would stick together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, it is interesting though, guys. So I was talking. My mate and I were at the footy and we were like at the bar and these two old boys started talking Which to footy? Us. Which, which, which we're game? We watching a Melbourne-Collingwood game. Are you a Melbourne fan? Yeah, I'm a Melbourne okay. fan. He's Collingwood. Oh, no, he's Carlton, sorry. It was yeah. Melbourne-Carlton, sorry. Great. And we were at the footy, these two old boys, and they're like, oh, yeah, we actually played for Carlton back in the day. And they said, oh, we only played a couple of games in the ones. And he said, it's way harder playing in the twos because everyone's playing for themselves. Ah. Like trying to get into the ones. So oh, there you go. There's a bit of that at sport, in sport. Yeah. That, like well, when you get to that kind of level. Yeah. Where it's like basketball. When the, when the, the AFL guys get dropped to resis and then they get like 45 posies, but everyone always says, take it with a grain of salt because they can just be like quick little handball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> But um, bringing facts in again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all right, Doctor so, Carl. <laughs> so um, so do you remember that era, like when I started to come down and um? Yeah, man, for sure, definitely. That was like Fancy Boy days. Yeah, I was um, telling. We, so, you were in the first Fancy Boy show. You were in it. No, um, the one I did was Sydney, the giant. Door. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Because I was um. You know, I talk about like really wanting make to th- make things to happen quickly. Yeah. And I actually, looking back, I was one of those people who was like so desperate. And I was like, I started, I was like, oh, I've got to like do pranks. And that's why I like, <laughs> I, I was like, did the skull and milk and shit. Not yeah, pranks, yeah, yeah. like Stunts. jackass. Stunts. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, then, yeah, because Goxie, like, sculled a two-litre bottle of uh, Big M on stage. Wow. But it's like, everyone had their thing that they'd do. Yeah. So I'm not going to, like, yeah. try and do what, like, Greg or Henry was no, doing. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, so I was like, no, was great. I've got to make it my own. <laughs> but that was when, then after that, I was like, I wanted to be a bit, a bit more subtle. I wanted to be one leader. I mean, <laughs> but also, it was like, it was going all over me and shit and, like, I was just wrecking too many shirts, and I was like, "But it was, it was like that." Really, so funny. I it was a great, that's how I met you. It was I an think. exciting period of time. Mm. I was telling Surly before how you, you guys, it was exciting because I wasn't here. I was in Brizzy. Yeah. But just hearing about how it was taken off that Imperial one, where you, mm. that really took off, and it was like, and the original. Well, we pic- thought we the thought, original like- picture was like nothing. It was like. Yeah, I've got. I still got the original fly. It's just like a little dog in sunglasses, <laughs> holding a party hat or some shit. And like we were expecting, like when we did the test show, or like the tech, we had to stop the show because the person who ran the venue was coming upstairs, and we like thought we we're gonna get kicked out. <laughs> so that's why we stopped yeah. the tech. But like it was, yeah, it was like after that first two shows, I remember like it just went bananas. We and ended up adding like, like twelve shows. Storm, yeah, it was like. Being the last one on, no one, all the comics could come and get that word. Yeah, we ended up adding like another 12 shows. And like we, so like I was doing Wizard Sandwiches and also my first solo show that year. So I was doing like Wizard Sandwiches at like 7.30, Comedy Club for Kids sometimes during the day. So it'd be like 1.30, 7.30, Fancy Boy was at 9.30, Solo Show was at 11.15, and then another Fancy Boy show. You're working hard, man. Yeah, it was like five hours of stage time a day. You're using that. Yeah. You're using that blue collar spirit from the factory in <laughs> Perth and then KFC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, But that was a wild time. It was really really fun. It was really fun. Like it, some of the people that did characters on that show, like, was so good. I think like I think Dave Dave Eastgate did a character and was like, it, it was a bit of a it was Sam a, Campbell did like 
he did like Sammy J and Purple Boy, but he painted himself purple, and he, and <laughs> he was he was purple. But boy. it was also it was it was a bit of a, a release for some yeah. people who could do fuck stuff. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Tom, Tom Bella doing, doing like yeah, fuck got, homosexual characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like also like he yeah, had like a character with Tourette's. <laughs> yeah, and like um, go, but, oh yeah, the one that really got everyone talking was Oliver Clark when he did this was like fit like like gym character and he'd eat an egg on stage and then he'd vomit the egg back up <laughs> into a into a pint glass and that's how you keep fit keep yeah. pumping 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 we're so you, good and um because it's like we've talked about this before where the cities get these silly little known they're like oh sydney's gritty and melbourne's whimsical you know all that stuff <laughs> Did you, do you like kind of like push playing around with that because up until then MICF might have been that real like if your show was a narrative and had no we we just literally the reason why because I didn't know I was going to be hosting the show until two days before the show started so like because I knew I was going to do like a couple of sketches maybe because I've been hanging around like Greg and all those guys and like uh, but Greg just called me up like two days before and he's like hey we need you to host it it's going to be a variety show need you host it I was like yeah sweet so everything just worked out because I knew what they're doing and like especially the stuff that like Greg was doing was like yeah. so funny yeah. like of well, course the, those dudes do it, are great know? for like making you feel like you can because one of the first memories of me starting to branch out in Brisbane was the the gig they hosted up there they yeah ran, called Boom Boom yeah I heard about it and yeah. it was the, it was fantastic but it was him Henry and Sam wasn't it Greg Henry I don't and think Sam? Sam was really involved it was mainly okay. Henry and Greg but yeah. But anyway, there was a fantastic gig and then it stopped. And they're like, oh, can you host the final one? And I'm like, I love this gig so much. I don't want to do something special for it. And I end up getting this gold jacket. <laughs> gold jacket comedy? Blades. I and remember I your like, first show. I remember you and yeah. Angus Gordon doing your yeah. first shows over here. But this was before that. Yeah, and yeah. I rollerbladed in as the host. <laughs> and it was like nothing... I'm not trying to say we reinvented the wheel in Brisbane, but we, like, nothing in Brisbane was done like that before, man. It was all just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that style is just like, host, yeah. seven acts, get your chips and your drink, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, get yeah, a yeah. meal, and all that structure, you know, structure of week to week. And they're really, and those guys embrace, like, be creative. And, yeah. and that's why I joke about saying, like, oh, you're brave or whatever. But when I come down, you're doing lineup gigs where it's six or seven acts that are very straight stand up. And you doing what you do, man. It's it's fucking cool. Yeah, but then at the same time, it's like there's a there's a flip side to that where like you know you don't get certain gigs because you're risking. Yeah, you know uh, like. Yeah, but you're fucking <laughs> tearing those walls down, man. I'm yeah. trying to be positive. No, 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 no. You're right. I did want Thank to you. ask I appreciate you that. that. Is it, did you ever feel like it's a burden or? No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't. I you're didn't like, oh, say. Oh fuck! I wish I was just one of those like different oh, men, men and thing, women. No, guys. <laughs> man. I, the thing is, like, I can't do that. Like, I wish I could do yeah. that, but it's I don't think. Thing, yeah. yeah, it's just like I and I respect it so much. Like, I think like you know some of my favorite comedians, like like you know Damien Power, Becky Lucas, these kind of guys. Like, they're just so good at finding something to talk about from their lives and be super funny with it. Whereas I can't do that. I'll find some weird pun and then like get to that f- for five yeah. minutes. You know what I mean? Like, but also you, you do have to just back yourself and do what you do. Because yeah. I sometimes question myself and be like, oh, this is, like what is this? You know. But it's like seems to make a few people happy, which I'm mm. stoked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it. Back yeah. yourself. And um, but it's like also more memorable as well. Like I feel like people see that and they'll they'll talk about it. Where yeah, it's so easy as to be like a you know, I just say like a straight traditional stand-up and get lost in the crowd kind of thing. Yeah, I suppose, like you've yeah. really got to be very good, like, to push past that, whereas your ideas are very much your own and it's your style and, like, people... Thanks, man. Yeah. That's really nice. Like, the amount of people that come up to you saying, clean snap. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> like, that's nice. Thanks, guys. And, um, <laughs> i got to stop doing jokes I'm about just, taking a shit. I know... I know I, oh, sorry. Oh, know. yeah, I was going to say, first time I saw you was at a Raw Heat at the Evelyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was mates with... This way before I did comedy. Yeah. I was mates with Cam Tyson. He was yeah. in your Raw Heat. Yeah. And... I, it took me like another year or a couple of years until I started doing stand up and seeing you around that I was like, oh, that's that guy that I saw at that raw heat. Oh, wow, and I that's didn't cool. Know that, like, didn't know your name at the time, and it's like, but seeing your style was like, oh, it clicked straight away that that's oh, yeah. your work. Oh, there you go. So it's just like, yeah, it's, and I reckon, it really makes an impression on people. Yeah. Oh, thanks, I reckon, man. like, obviously, me and you in, are very different in many ways, but there's some similarities. Like, I think 
And we can get ourselves in into mischief by the obsession to wanting to fuck with Pill. Do you find things? That's... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, because like sometimes I'm like, yeah, you... like I've built this thing, and I could just go full in and be straight up, but mm-hmm. I like fuck around with people and yeah, yeah. and like because are you, do, are you I, still I, doing big M stuff? Yeah, and I but I put something up, and and people can't work. Yeah, like a, a bit of a silly twist to it, you know. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then absolutely, like you were talking about the, the Cecil thing, where it's like moments yeah. like that, where like fuck, like maybe I got to stop just fucking with people. And oh like, man, I've done like yeah. I've, the thing is, like, I'm not doing those kind of gigs anymore, just because it's, I don't need to anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not, it's not something that I need to do because like I've done them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've done this like this one in Oatly. Have you done the Oatly one? In Yo, that brutal, is, that's crazy, crazy. But even as like. And you and you go through life and you how you feel changes. Yeah. Like when I first started coming down to Melbourne, I loved the scene so much. Yeah. And the last few years have been awesome for me. It's like it sounds cheesy, but it's the first time I've really like enjoyed my life. I, I yeah. don't want to bring the mood down or anything, but it's, yeah, I, I struggled before. No, that's that. good. And now I feel because I felt useless. So I was like, my dad was really handy and. I was crap with tools and stuff. And yeah. as a bloke, not yeah. trying to make it a gender thing, you can feel useless. And then the last couple of years, because people, I feel like I can contribute something. Yeah. Even if it's just, like, people need to laugh. You no, know? absolutely, man. But that's why I was like, yeah. So a few years ago when I started coming down to Melbourne, I loved it. And now I do my own shows. I don't really need it. Like, I fucking loved Crab Lab a few years ago. Now I'm like, I, I will do it, but I can't because I live in Ballarat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't like I don't like fucking staunchly miss it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> miss your gigs, man. <laughs> I still want to do it, Huey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that crab lab. <laughs> but yeah, well, I understand what you mean by not needing to do it. And no, no, I mean not needing to do. Not so much, you know. The in it, like I'll always do gigs around Melbourne. Like yeah. I love that, but it's like it's like I won't fish for those gigs that pay well that go out to country places and, yeah. Yeah. in Brisbane. So. Did you um? When I say about like 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 fucking with people, like you know, like when you do like the sound effects and like, <laughs> yeah. But that like, certainly talk about stuff being memorable and that. And now it's like when I think about like police sirens and <laughs> mozzies and what's that fucking the mo- the mobile phone buzzing and yeah, when, I hear a, yeah. when I hear a vibrating phone, now I think of you. And I'm like, <laughs> That's good. That's good branding. Like, yeah, you be, yeah. Uh, like every time you're basically the new police academy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably new blue healers if they bring it out. I'll yeah. be the sound effects. But it's like, do you do you have a? Do you think that's your strength? Like, you're you're pretty great with accents and. Yeah. Um, not just severe freaking. <laughs> Did I even get closer? That was a little bit. That's I'm not, not bad. very good with not it. bad, Goxie. Um, no, I don't, yeah, I guess I think, like, I really I really got into writing the last few years and um, really like writing. I like writing. Because you went back now. to uni, right? Yeah, yeah. And have you finished or you're... Got six more months to yeah. get my master's and then went, yeah. And Party time. <laughs> Party time, baby. And that's screenwriting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And how has that been to try and turn that writing into like something that you're you know it's really it's really helped with like the 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 format of shows right so like the next show is definitely going to be a lot like you know for an arc and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah and you've written something that you're gonna try and produce or anything yeah 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 maybe a few years down the line make a make this film it's all about golf great (laughs) yeah happy gilmore too Yeah. This time, he's a football player. He's a golfer. <laughs> hey, man, like, enters the long kick gave up years ago. You might as well just... Yeah, all right. <laughs> enters the long kick competition. He's like, whoa. Gee, um... Yeah, it's, it, it's bloody hard thinking of comedy stuff, though, because, like... Every time I go to think so- think of something, it's just a parody of. Something. It's like, what if it was this, but it was this? Like, that's the kind of trap you can get in. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but what, no, it's it's good. Yeah. And what, what are you? So you're working towards your next festival show at the moment. Yep, yep. Uh, it's called Buzz. It's all about bees. Um, right. It's going to be the last two weeks at Malthouse. and uh, yeah, Jake's going to be in again, which is cool. And you've had some. You've had some awesome ideas. I, I didn't get to see it, but the idea was the the uh, funeral. Oh yeah, yeah. That was I didn't get to see it, but yeah, <laughs> that's how much I was it. Nah, but it, no, but no, we like, clash. We always yeah, clash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was the reason. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, clash, clash. No, nah, no. Nah. Goxie, I produced your show that year. Yeah, that was yeah. You were at nine fifteen, and I was at nine forty-five. Bang! <laughs> I know, right? And I, I doubled it for you at the, at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that was sick, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah. It's, um, I'm, I remember the I've got a Spurgeon. Do you so remember? I, do you I remember? Can't run man, it was so funny. Remember, I remember getting this email from like one of the people that run the festival and just go, "Hey, can you tell Goxie not to keep open boxes of meat <laughs> at the back of the stage? I don't remember. Just no meat, no meat. Oh, that was the one where I had the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, can I have a barbecue inside? They're like, no. <laughs> so I ended up going with uh, pretending I'm cooking a barbecue. But you had real meat. Yeah, you had real meat. <laughs> Oh, sausages. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realise those things were getting sent to you. No, no, I told you. I was like, Goxie, just don't, it's, just clean it up in the night. Just don't leave it there overnight. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, don't get me wrong, I loved the experience. It was, it's so fun. It was like my first yeah, yeah. solo show. Yeah, you did great. But it's also, it's one of those things in live classic things where it's never what you think it is. You know, I was like, oh, festival managed venue, you hear about yeah. it. And then, like I'm saying, I'm not whinging 100%. I loved it. But little things were like, I had to walk past people. Because you. Lo- it sounds silly, but having that surprise where you don't see people do you come out. Yeah. And like, I walked past people lining up with my barbecue. Because it was like a office. Greek yeah. Center was a... Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's all experience. But you did so good. You sold so many tickets. I've been waiting so long, like... Staying up in Brisbane, just looking yeah. from afar. Yeah. That's why I said. I heard about all you guys kicking ass for those, like... And now you're one of them. shows. Yeah, and I was just stuck up there. No, because I always... I kind of... I knew I couldn't do both, so I decided to do, like, a, a weekly run... Yeah. ...instead of the fest, which yeah. went well for me, because I come to awesome gigs, which really, like... Yeah. ...gave me the confidence, because I was coming down... You know, like... Yeah. Back then, a week of gigs was sick, too, because no, I, I remember. do, like, spring... yeah. All of like Brendan's and yep. Carl had a few, and so it was good for me. Yeah, and I'd come down like gigging with like awesome dudes too, like Ronnie and Luke McGregor and that, mm. and then go back to Brisbane and be on the. You, know, you had to call up Monday at five PM to get a gig, and, and if you didn't get on the line, you missed out a gig. Or really? Anything. Where was this? Where so that was like sit down, like you oh, had yeah. to call. Oh, it's like man. very US style. Yeah, and even like. I was like late to adapt to tech, and I was, I didn't have a smartphone for ages. Just a dumb phone, am I right? But, uh, <laughs> but no, they had gigs were being given by like first to respond gets the gig sort of thing. Weird. It's and so I, weird. I, I'm I'm at work working at the Woolies warehouse all day. I get home, look, I didn't have the net on my phone, and I'm so I'm like, and it sounds like whinging, but you get months go by where you're not really improving. So it is hard in places mm. like that. And, mm. Yeah, but also, of, like, it's, like, a lot of really fantastic communities have come out of Brisbane, you know. Yeah. As I said, well, like people Becky always Sam. said that. They're like, oh, it toughens you up. And you don't want to hear that when you're yeah. there. I don't want to be tough enough. I want a gig. I want a good gig. <laughs> but that's why I say someone like Sam, where they yeah. stuck to their guns. And I've heard the same thing with, like, Sam Simmons about believing in what you do, sticking to it, and that sort yeah. of stuff. So. And there's, all this, there's still a couple of comedians up there, like Jacob Linkard, I think is, like, he's yeah. awesome. Like, I think he's very, very, very good. I think if he... I think he needs to go. I think he's moved. I think he'd probably move one day, but I think he's great. Yeah. Nah, it's all right. I, I, I talk shit about it, but it's all right. <laughs> Top seven sit, capital cities in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm well, going up there on Tuesday, actually. We're about uh, 50 minutes there. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, man. Um, so, I think we covered, covered a few things. The journey. Yep. Um, it's all about the journey, not yeah, the destination. But yeah. Fucking really interesting life, man. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. I know when like you live in it, you not you don't stop and think. <laughs> it's not till I'm gonna write your biography now. No, no, no. It's like well, my mom came and gave me this thing. It's like she said that you know because you often you you very much when you do this kind of stuff, your your head just goes like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah, what's next? yeah. And then I think every six months you just gotta kind of write down, look at your calendar, see what you've done, write it down. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easy to forget the significance of things Absolutely. until you tell other people. Like, Absolutely. Like, I love how um, close you are with your family too. You do a lot of stuff with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really great. Do you have your own podcast with your mum? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called After Dinner with the Dolmans, and uh, we talk about... Well, my dad's really... He's got Alzheimer's, so, like, he's going oh, into shit. his fourth year with that. So, we kind of we kind of talk about that and how we're dealing with it, but it's also just a good time to chat with mum. Great. Yeah, it's good. That's awesome. 
And what's coming up next for you? Obviously, festival. Yep, buzz, and I'm just focusing on that really right now. Great. Just buzz. Where are you at? Where? What's your venue? Yeah, Malthouse. Malthouse, that's right. Yeah, cool. I think and it's 7th of 18th. Bit of a change for you? Like being like that's a bigger venue for you? No, you know, it's the same. In terms of seater, it's still 70-seater, but the stage, like I really wanted a big stage. And yeah, like it's great. like 6 by 4 it's a big stage. So um, a lot more opportunity for do tech stuff. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, um, thanks heaps, man, for being on. Thank you for having me. Years. Yeah. And... Um, having a yarn. Yep. As we We're always say on all ears. Yeah. What do we say? Uh, <laughs> I look forward to uh, <laughs> contacting you soon, um, pretending I understand soccer. <laughs> you, do you, you get do you, it. Do you get the message like every few months like, see that goal? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I saw it. And that's the end of our comment. <laughs> and it'll just be because I, it'll only be because I bet on a game or something. <laughs> Is this what, what you think, it, this actually, great chat that you have with Dolman about sport? Yeah. <laughs> you see that, goal? yeah, see that. that was sick. Yeah, yeah. Because you hear from me. What do you think of uh, the Aussie soccer fan generally? Kind of the what? Know, Aussie soccer fan. Like, do you think they kind of when everyone becomes an expert when the Socceroos are doing well? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's same, that's the same with everything, really, isn't it? Yeah. I guess you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. No, thanks, Eats, man. Um, Thank you, Stu. Thank you, guys. Keep an eye out for Stu if anyone's listening. Sailor Goxie, thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, It's been a joy. Thank you for having me. Beautiful couches. I love what you've done with the room. Yeah, we are recording in the back room of Staygold where I run a show. Yeah, (laughs) and it's a great show. Really love the gig. There's some graffiti here. Very, let's just say rock and roll bands are pretty horny. (laughs) There's a lot of vain penises that I've been... So I've been looking at Stu, alternating between looking at him and the veiny dick above him. <laughs> On the wall, I mean. There's not, there's not some horny local standing behind you. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Um, thank you very much for listening if you did. And if you didn't, you're a rack off. We don't need you. Yeah, we're implementing our no gronks policy. Yeah, thanks, uh, dude. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Right.